You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Palmerbet on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer. Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmerbet. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. The open side. Fittler back through on the inside. He's got supported. Alexander shut the gate. He's in under the posts. Good stuff from Fittler. And the two youngsters from Penrith combine to put Australia in again. Our next guest is Greg Brandy Alexander. Now the reason One of 97 tries on I was going to say, in that game against Halifax Badge on the 1992 Kangaroo yeah. is that the game he scored six tries or something? Ask Brandy. I'm not sure. I think he did it most weeks. Brandy? Uh, is, <laughs> and, and Badge was nervous about his spot too on that tour oh. with you killing it. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Please. As if he was. No, come on. Oh, uh, I don't know. I don't remember. It was was Halifax Thrum Hall, wasn't it? That was their was home that, ground. I is that the ground that slopes but... slopes about a meter or so from from one side of the field to the other? That's hell. Yeah, that's Halifax. Badge. Yeah. It does. It does. And and remember, uh, yeah, Don Ferner's advice to us on the '86 tour was uh, run downhill <laughs> and use the ball. Let the ball do the work up the hill. Don't run uphill because it was it was sideline to sideline the slope. Yes. Um, there, is, there is a ground. There is a ground in, um, I think, the home, I think, Batley. Uh, it runs, it's north-south, but the slope is downhill. Like, you're running either uphill or downhill, either half. <laughs> oh, but nice. Halifax was sideline <laughs> side to sideline. Side. Side yeah. Anyway, that's, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And truth is, yes, I was I was very worried on that tour, Brandy, because you killed it. Um on your on your on that second kangaroo tour, so yeah, we're we're gonna we want to have a chat to you about the boys over there at the moment playing against uh, Samoa, Brandy, the Aussies yep. against Samoa. Are you got mixed feelings about this one, given that the the strong Penrith contingent with uh, in both sides? Um, well, no, Badge. You know, I, I want Australia to win. Um, it was it was great to see Samoa bounce back, and I was happy for the boys. Um, you know Spencer and Jerome, but in particular Jerome, uh, because I, and I think Jerome's had a great uh, World Cup. I think he's I think he's picked up three men of the match awards, and after they were smashed by England early, um, you know it was uh, they came under a lot of criticism, and, and and rightly so. You know when you when you go into a game as favourite and you get beaten by sixty, well yeah. something's gone wrong. But they turned it around pretty quickly. But I, my badge, my allegiances are, you know, Aussie, and I think I think Australia, I think they're ready to put a performance together because they really haven't, and they've come through a, a tough physical game against the Kiwis. I think it might click. I, I think they can put ooh, 20, 30. I think they can win by twenty or thirty. That really, it really I was their first their first tough game, and that's why uh, uh, there's been some criticism about Australia's performances. But until that game on the weekend against New Zealand, that was they were relatively. Easy matches, and it's hard to switch from from winning by 30, 40, 50 over to a a, a, a close game like that, and such a good opponent. Yeah, look, I, I think it was. Uh, I think for a lot of the players, it's been a, a really different. They they find themselves in you know playing in games that they knew they were going to win. It was by how much they were going to win, 
uh, and then all of a sudden you roll into, and, and Mal's sort of been tinkering with the side, and, um, you know, I don't have any great problems with that, and uh, everyone's had a game, but all of a sudden you roll into the Kiwis, and, yeah, you, you knew you were in for a fight. Now, I guess, you know, the Kiwi game was more like an NRL game. It was tough. It was tight. The play the balls were a little bit slower than, you know, and it's hard for both sides. The Kiwis never really clicked into gear either. Um you know, they, they, were, they were a bit stop-start, like the Australian side have been, but it was who was, you know, going to... who was going to be better on the day, and, and Australia were just better on the day. You know, the Kiwis could have easily won that. A couple of close calls in the second half that could have easily been, you know, four-pointers and led to a win. But um, I think, you know, I think Australia now, that side's been together for a couple of games now. Coming through a tough game, I think they'll be primed for a good one. Now, Brady, take your... Penrith Allegiance hat off and put your number seven hat on and I know he, he didn't have the greatest of games Nathan Cleary in that semi-final but does it still bewilder you why some believe he should be replaced for the final with Daly Cherry Evans um, well I, I you know I, Nathan hasn't had a great World Cup but you know it's, there's plenty of players that fall into the same boat and I think so much is expected of Nathan and because that was the big talking point right throughout the pool games was who was going to be the number seven. And I, I think most people thought that Nathan would get the, the nod in the end. Um, and while he didn't play great, he hasn't, you know, hasn't starred. He's, he's, he's done his job. Um, and sometimes it is hard to shine in a side where it's just not fluent. And I'm not surprised that Mal's gone with, you know, uh, Cleary again, uh, but I, I, I can understand people and supporters of, of Cherry, which, you know, I've been a big supporter of Daly over his 20 years that he's played. He's a great player. Um, but Mal's made the change, and I think you stick with it. And they did win. They beat Kiwis. Like, you know, if, if they had lost and gone home, well, you know, the story might have been different. But, um, um, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that Mal's stuck solid at all. So this Samoan side, and I agree with you, I think, Australia probably do it comfortably in the final. But if they are to create one of the biggest upsets in rugby league history, Samoa, what do they have to do? Uh, well, they have to make it uncomfortable for Australia. And, and if they cannot let them get in a rhythm, you know, if they can, if they cannot let uh, Cleary and Yo and, Yo and, and Munster get into a bit of rhythm, bit of a rhythm with their with their attack, well, they're they're half a chance. Sats, they've mm. they've got enough. They've got enough strike out there to score the points, uh, although the, the defence of the Australians will be something that they haven't faced yet. They haven't, you know, England's defence isn't Australia's defence. So uh, if they're going to beat Australia, they need to unsettle them and get them off their game and not allow them to get into a rhythm, which will be very hard. And then they've got to be, able to, they've got to be good enough to make metres, get field position, uh, they've certainly got the players to do that, but I, I think Australia's defence is going to be... It, it'll be rock solid. It, it'll be hard to break. Mm. Uh, you know, and tries might come through kicks, and, um, you know, Australia will have to be off their game um, and not click uh, for Samoa to win, I think. Now, you talked uh, just a moment ago about Nathan Cleary winning the number seven. Well, he actually hasn't. <laughs> He's got the number 14. <laughs> what, are you th- what are your thoughts on this... <laughs> For mine, this horrific numbering Brain. system. Six weeks. Oh, it's shocking. Oh. Is it the most harebrained idea that <laughs> anyone has ever come up with? Oh. Like, 
It re- it's, it's, it's actually taken away a little bit. Um, and look, I know the players, they're playing, you know, they play for the, the, the crest on the front of the jersey and all that. I've, I've, you know, I've heard all the players talk about, you know, the numbers that they're wearing and they're, you know, they don't want to bag it. But boy, oh boy, like really, you know, Isaiah Yo running around in number 24, it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's, it's crazy. You, you and I, we know all the players because we're, we're commentators, we follow yeah. the game. But I'm watching the other night, yeah. the other morning, with, and my wife out of bed and she went, oh, who's wearing number 22? What, why is it? And so for people who aren't really familiar with the players, it's so confusing. Yeah. And she made a good comment. She said, what if New Zealand did the same thing? How confusing that would have been. Yeah. What if every team had done it? Oh, yeah. I, I think it's, it's yeah. I think it's going to well, be the only saving up. grace. Is, the saving, yeah, the saving grace is they they got their names across the back. Um, otherwise, it would have been a complete disaster. Mm. But um, I think the names across the back has saved them. And but yeah, anyway, it, it's it's final time. We're, we're sort of we're, we're, yeah, we're, one we're more. done with that. One more. Debate. I was wondering yeah. why Val Holmes was a yeah. dummy half all the time. I realised it was <laughs> Benny Hunt. Now, um, off air. <laughs> Off air, Brandy, myself and Badge and Jace, uh, we always like to pick Badge's brain about kangaroo tours because, you know, there must be such a great time mm. in your life. And he said, oh, the 86 tour when Brandy was only a young guy, I think you know, he'd been playing first grade a couple of years, and he said he was he was killing it. You know, he's a Rothmans medal winner. And, um, and then he said, uh, but Terry Lamb had him in a headlock for the entire time. <laughs> What's the story there? Yeah. He did. The bar steered me in directions that, I'd never been before, so um, and, and he and he got me drinking vodka. So, vodka you know, and pineapple was, or something? Was, was it pineapple? Vodka and pineapple. You <laughs> can get a vodka. They give you a vodka, and 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 then they give you a little bottle of pineapple. And it was how good is this? Like you know, uh, you could tip as little or as much vodka in, uh, pineapple in as you wanted. Yeah, so that was uh, no. It was a great experience. What I was saying today. Um, that one of the, one of the best things about tours is getting to know players from other clubs um, because you know you you watch them especially as a young bloke when I when I was on that eighty six tour God like you know I played against them but didn't know any of the Queenslanders um, and didn't you know didn't know any of the because uh, I hadn't played Origin and so really hadn't had much to do with any other players apart from Royce was on the tour. I knew Langmack and I knew Ciro because we'd played school footy together and against each other. But um, that is definitely the highlight for me, getting to know the other the players from the other clubs. And I think the boys on this tour are experiencing the same thing because there's been no Aussie games for the last three years and a lot of them haven't played for Australia. So mm. they've played Origin against each other and they've played Grand Finals against each other, but they really don't know them. So... Um, I reckon that's been a highlight for a lot of them, getting to know the players that they've played against for the last three, four years, but never played with and really haven't had that much to do with them. Now, Brent, that is a highlight for sure. Fast yeah. forward four years to 1990, and you're on your second tour, and but he, he ends up being your brother-in-law, Mark Guy, married your sister. And, um, yep. and he's a kid that probably wouldn't have been out of too far of the, the M4 or the Great Western Highway heading into the city. The, then, well, he then still you, hasn't. Well, then you throw him in the U- hasn't <laughs> Then you throw him in the UK <laughs> for two months, three yeah. months, mate. Yeah, absolute craziness, you know. And and Keith Barnes, the manager, like Barnesy left as a you know 
a very fit, young-looking, sort of 60-year-old. <laughs> Barnsley looked 80. <laughs> left he did. <laughs> and, 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 and it wasn't all MG. Yeah, part of the problem was he's one of the boys from his own club. Bloody blocker. Blocker? Uh, yeah, so what... <laughs> He said, Walker, do you want to be the first bloke ever sent home from a kangaroo tour? And I said, he said, well, you're bloody close to being at. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, it's very good. Hey, kangaroo uh, tours, best best time of your life. Just just back to the World Cup and the golden boot, boot got named. I heard you and Vossi talking about it at great length and um, Joey Manu getting that. But is it is it confusing for us to understand why they – would pick it before the finals actually played. Jerome Luai's won three grand, uh, three man of the match awards against Tonga and and England. And Junior mm. Barlow's been great. I would have thought those guys, you know, if they win, if they do yeah, something yeah. Well, amazing in the final, you would have thought they'd be a chance. That's right. Well, well, if Jerome Luai, like if Samoa won the World Cup and Jerome Luai won man of the match, that would be four man of the matches in the tournament. Well, how, how could you, how could you say? And if this is all they're voting on, because we haven't played international football and. The golden boot's gone a little bit funny. It's lost its luster, yes. I think. You know, it, it it basically was the best player in the world and it included everything. Uh, then when Tommy Makinson won it, um, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, four or five years ago, mm. no one knew who he was here in Australia. No one had ever heard of him. He was a winger that played for England. So I, I think it's lost its lost a bit of its, uh, you know, of the punch that it held back in the 80s and 90s. Um, but why they would do it, same thing happened in the in the uh, the T20 World Cup yes. with them naming the team of the tournament before the final. Now, Sam Curran, the English bowler, won the player of the match and won the player of the series but didn't make the team. <laughs> Worked that one. Crazy. Yeah, it is. Worked, yeah, crazy. They do anyway. it because it's convenient. They wanted to have their function. Yeah. This week, I'd say. Oh, there you go. That's right. That's right. They wanted to have it because otherwise, World Cup final, uh, everyone's on a plane and gone the next day. Who yeah. vote, Who votes on the Golden Boot, boys? Is, is it referees? Just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> umpires. No, no, no. Who does? Who <laughs> votes? Is it is it com- is it the media or no? No, there's a there's a board in the International Rugby League that like like a committee that 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 chooses it. Yeah, right. Mm. Okay. All right, Brandy. Mate, it's yeah. been great uh, chatting to you. Good, boys. Uh, we love your show. Brandy and Vossi for breakfast. Or Vossi and Brandy. We'll put you first. Brandy and Vossi for breakfast every morning on SEN <laughs> uh, 1170 in Sydney. We get an hour of it in Queensland too, yep. boys, because uh, of daylight yeah. savings as well. Uh, Brandy, thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, boys. Good to chat. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6 p.m. or 5 p.m. Queensland time. When making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30 a.m. for a limited time only.